Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, all of us. It's us. Uh, we are starting a cult. We're back and better than ever. I don't know. Well, yeah, we're here. It's yeah. me. It's Grant. What's going on, y'all? Fucking, we got Jake over here, you know, per usual. He's here. We are the hosts. Yeah, of the show. we are. Yes. We're also here with uh, Big Bean, Mr. Georgie. <laughs> Big Bean? Giorgio, yeah. yeah. That Bean, one's new. B- Mr. Big Bean. Giorgio? I like that. It makes me sound suave. You need longer hair. <laughs> You're but, not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Well, no. no. No, grow your beard back out and just it put is. it on top. This is a... You remember how... That was forever ago. Can we yes, put a picture of you? but it was like you. a foot long. Can we put a picture of I'm you? I'm putting a picture of Wait, George hold on. in his I prime beard I have the perfect picture. Form. I have the Inception one where he's sitting in that chair in my room, and he's like holding his phone with a picture of him on it. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll put that one up. That's going up. All That's right. a good one. Cool. Really unattractive, too. I have, he... I have a lot of damning photos of you back then. That was when you I... had the beard. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're back. Uh, we're doing... Today, we're going back into... I guess you could say movies, but I also... We're going to throw in some other th- TV... I, we have uh, just entertainment, I guess, yeah. would be the thing. Get ready for it now. It's going to come later. Guys, I'm just going to throw this one out there for you, and if this upsets you, I'm sorry, but fuck it, I have to say it. Um, I've rewatched every episode of The Walking Dead, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to go very deep into why I think that show does not get enough credit. And I'll get into that later, but I'm very passionate about it, so I'm saving that one for the juice at the end, because the juice will be loose again. Um, The juice is loose, dude. He's on Twitter. That's true, dude. Me and him have the same fucking fantasy football team, too. How ridiculous. <laughs> I named my fantasy football team the O.J. Simpsons because of that. Really? You want to know what my team name is? I know what it is because I played you. I can't remember. The Brown County oh, yeah, Shits. Yeah, the Brown County Shits. And our, our little uh, nickname? Turd. Turd. Nice, <laughs> nice. I think mine is Terrorist Hologram still. It is. Terrorist Hologram. We got Yeah, we got a lot of names in there. I don't know what the I'm playing Grant are. this week. Yeah, it's true. It's gonna be uh, the matchup of a lifetime. Dude, we had a whole 
I just, this is completely unrelated, but me and Jake... This is entertainment. Me and Jake had this whole thing going the other day. I was on my computer, and I made a claim on the waiver wire. Oh, and I was shit, like, yeah. I was going to talk about it with Jake. I was like, dude, wait till you see what I just picked up. And then I looked at the order, and he was ahead of me, so I was like, I can't tell you who it is. So time goes on. Later that night, we were sitting around, and Jake's fiddling around on his phone. He's like, dude, I think I'm going to pick up uh, Chris Thompson. And I was like, you fucking son of a bitch. That's the guy. But that... I didn't. And you need to remember that for later in the season. It's I true. didn't do it. I could have, but I didn't. It's true. But we had a whole... It was perfect timing. It, it was, was bad. perfect. That was ridiculous. But I got him. And uh, I, he, he's Now you're probably going to beat me this week. He's not playing him. He's sitting on my bench. He's just there as a backup. All right. All right. But uh, no, that was funny. So Fair enough. We anyway. got movies coming your way yeah, today. We got a few movies. Not a lot of great ones, but... I think some movies Isn't that, that just always the case? Some of the better ones that we're going to mention are ones that you've probably never heard of. So that will give you the edge. One specifically, yeah. yeah. It will give you the edge. So, okay. <laughs> You're saying it like that's a hint as to what it is, it's but not it's not at all. <laughs> edge. There has been a hint in this episode so far, though. See if what you can figure it? it out. It's true. We'll tell you when it ha- You'll know it when it happens, I promise. Um, so yeah, Matt, Matt, we were there. You were we were at your place when yeah. we were watching this. So yeah, it was we, during the uh, satellite episode when we did it not in the studio. Why don't we talk about uh, Cooties? Yeah. That fucking shit show of a film. We watched Cooties immediately after uh, we recorded the uh, Toy Box Killer episode. God, that movie! I hated it. I really did, and it, it Dude, kept I'll me tell interested. You what, but I hated it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. But out of like a lot of the films we're going to be talking about, it got like one of the lowest scores on IMDb. Dude, because it sucked. It had it was like, like a, a five point seven. It had a cool cast, like uh, well, Elijah Wood and yeah, Ray Wilson. Wilson. But, like, dude, Hurley from Lost was in it. He was taking Yeah, he was mushrooms. just tripping on shrooms the whole time. But, like, it fucking, it sucked, dude. It was Meredith. Sorry, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, Meredith from The Office oh, was... was it, the, she was yeah. Elijah Woods' uh, mother. Yeah. That was not really that believable, but I I mean, I get it. It was fine. Yeah. It was but fine. It sucked. It was, like, zombies, but they were kids, and, like, they were... It was stupid. It was strictly kid zombies, and, uh... I've yeah, almost... Elijah Wood's like a writer who's like substitute teaching at this school, and like he goes there to substitute, and fucking people start turning into zombies. Only the only the kids though. That we watched it because I disliked it so much. When really, we watched it. It was just so bland. It was. Like, I'm not like sorry I watched it. Yeah, no, me neither. You I mean, know, it's, it, like, it's yeah. one of those that I, I saw it and I'm happy that I saw it, but I'm also not. Recommending it to anybody. I'm happy to I didn't pay for it. That's what I'm saying. It was on Hulu, so yeah, you kind of did. Well, it was no. free after you paid for it. I didn't pay you know. thirteen ninety nine to go sit in the room to go see it. That's true. That's was, true. That's good. Was it even in theaters? Did that movie get a theatrical <laughs> release? I thought because I remember seeing trailers for it, but I never actually. Maybe yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, I did like the one scene uh, in the jungle gym with the squirt guns. Do you remember that? He was lighting oh, yeah, yeah, on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a squirt guns full of gasoline. I remember that. That was good. You guys, you know what zombie movie always does it for me? Return of the Living Dead. 
The one with the fucking oil drum zombie who just says brains. And his tongue's like eight <laughs> feet long. Brains. <laughs> Dude, that movie's the shit. They got like the punk rock chick who's like in the cemetery. Yeah. And the fucking... Dude, they talk. He fucking eats the cop or the paramedic. And he's that, like, yeah. send more <laughs> yeah, paramedics. Ask, yeah. He just goes into the cop car and takes the radio. Dude, that movie's fucking great, dude. It is great. Brains. It's been it's, too long since we've seen that. We should rewatch that's that. That's a zombie flick that all Always gets me going. That movie's the shit. Always gets you going, man. Cooties, not so much. I give it a, a D plus. I give it a D plus. A D plus. Yeah. We're doing a, a grade school rating now. Yes, we are. I give it a D plus. I'd also have to give it a D plus. It wasn't that great. Yeah. It wasn't like groundbreaking. C minus. Just, C minus for me. It, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't. Um. Where should we take? I guess in the vein of the, the horror book, we'll do yeah. the uh, what, what was that? Uh, the, the, the Satan the one, Devil Inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all right. It was pre- it was good. It was yeah, like the found. It was essentially if a stupid version of The Exorcist had a baby with paranormal activity. Hmm. The exorcism, <laughs> uh, the exorcism of Emily Rose. Did you ever see that movie? I haven't. No. It's that movie combined with Paranormal Activity, like the found footage style. Well, I wish I would have seen that. Then it it wasn't bad. For I yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was like it was like a documentary and sort of thing for like a was... a movie that they'd show on like the Sci Fi Channel. It wasn't that bad. It, now, if I if I was paying money to see it, I'd have been upset. But the fact that it was we were just sitting around and it was like it's on, fuck it. It it like it didn't have any crazy like uh, crazy things that happened that were like oh this is definitely the climax. It was just kind of a bunch of little things that were like oh shit that was crazy. But uh, it it didn't like leave anything to be desired in those things, you know. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of just plateaued the whole time. It picked up what it put down the whole movie. Yeah, it it did its job as a film. I did like the fact that there at the beginning it was like the Vatican and the priesthood in general had nothing to do with the making of this film. No like, shit. Okay, yeah, you they put they that, wouldn't do that. Like, you could put that same disclaimer on every, every film movie. that's ever existed. <laughs> because the Vatican... But they wanted you to make sure. The Vatican know? has never approved of any movie that came out. No, Except maybe The Passion of the Christ. I don't know. That's a good you think movie. think Mel though. Gibson got the, the green flag on that? Dude, The Passion of the Christ. I will... I will put it out there right now. That movie's fucking really good. I've seen one single scene from that, and that was the whipping scene, and it was right when his eye flies out. It's brutal. And that's then I stopped. <laughs> it was like I just I was walking through the room. Dude, it's a good movie. Like it all around. All it's, throughout. It's enjoyable. I like that movie a lot. A lot of subtitle reading. It's all subtitles. <laughs> it's not in English, pal. Yeah. Uh, Devil Inside. Solid C. Really? Solid C. You liked it more than than Cooties, huh? No, definitely, yeah. Hmm. But that's like my... I like horror movies. Whether they're good or bad or in between, I like watching them. I like their existence, and I like just sitting there and being present no, while they happen. I agree. But, uh, I don't know. I give it a C. Solid C. 74%. 74? I'll, I'll give it a... Uh, 
a C plus, honestly. Fair enough. C Can't plus. argue with those results. I'm gonna go ahead and give it another D. That's not really an Have unfair. You seen the movie, never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'm moving on. I, I yeah, we can just move on. There was there was one. This is gonna be short, but uh, we watched a another trauma film. God damn and it! It, it further suck. solidified. Where the our, fuck do you people find all these trauma films? Where do we find over these? The universe. They're either on YouTube or Amazon. Yeah, they're Amazon all on YouTube, Prime. man. They're all on YouTube for free. But yeah, it was it was Newcomb High, two. I think it was like. Did you watch the first one? <laughs> no. It's Newcomb High Two Subhuman Meltdown, but it just further solidified <laughs> our uh, our our thoughts that uh, the Toxic Avenger is the only movie series worthwhile from Trauma. Cannibal the musical is also good. That's is it? it? That movie's fucking really good. All right. Well, I need to watch that one. But I know we tried to watch Poultry Geist and we had to turn it off because it was so bad. Yeah, that movie sucks. Yeah. Cannibal the Musical is fucking pure gold. Uh, Trey Parker's first movie ever. Really? First thing he ever did. I think he was in college when he wrote it. That's amazing. They're all in it. Yeah, all the South Park dudes. I had no idea that, that they did anything with the trauma. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's a good time. It's worth your, worth your watch. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, the um, Newcomb High 2. Dude, I give that shit a 21%. 21%. Wow, that is a solid F. Um... I don't know. <laughs> they seem to put a lot of work into it. It wasn't good at all. But I'm not gonna give. Them there was a giant squirrel who was like puking all over the entire campus. There was a woman with tall hair like Marge Simpson who was making like people with mouths where so their belly buttons were supposed to be, and like having them fuck people. I don't know, Jake. I'm not giving this more. You know, I'm what? not trying to convince you of anything. I'm trying to convey what this movie because is. Because of you, <laughs> you conveying know? it, I give it a 19%. <laughs> fuck you, Jake. I'll keep, no, you've never even seen it, Georgie. I'll just keep going. Um, uh, there's a buff guy. He always smells bad for some reason, so no one would fuck him. Updated rated Grant. 4%. So he would go and uh, he, he went to sex tests. Updated rating Grant. I can't keep doing this. This woman had Man, a... put the gun down, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very no. good. It's, uh, it was an F, yeah. The movie but... <laughs> was fucking dog shit. I'll that... say a solid 59%. That movie was That's rancid dog yes, shit. Yes, right on the cusp. But, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to... So yeah, still, Toxic Avenger, though. You should watch those. Off topic, or not off topic, off brand for us, we'll... Uh, We'll get into like actual real movies that we saw in theaters. Yeah, uh, we won't spoil these because they're both still in theaters. But uh, and they were good. No, they're good. We'll start. Not with, like the uh, dead don't die because we ruined that because it sucked. We'll start with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think. Yeah, I I enjoyed that movie, and that comes from a guy who openly despises Quentin Tarantino and his movies. Yeah, and you've. you've... I, Talked about that quite a bit. I went into this movie with little to no expectation because I do not like Quentin Tarantino. I really enjoyed Reservoir Dogs. I thought that movie was amazing. Wasn't that his first one? Yeah. 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 And then I like uh, Inglorious Bastards. I thought that movie was spectacular as well. And everything else I disliked very thoroughly. And before you ever ask or question to yourself, yes, I hated Pulp Fiction. I saw it fucking eight times, 
and I hated it every time I saw it. I just hate that movie. I don't know why. I just hate it. But fair enough. I mean, some people don't like things. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I I liked it a lot. It was very good. It I was, thought uh, it was great. Yeah. It 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 does a really good job of diverting the story, meaning that you don't really know where it's going to go. You don't know what's going to happen. By the end, you're looking at the screen and you're just like, "Holy shit, that was weird." Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, and like yeah. it, it's a good. What do you? It gives you a great sense of what life in upper class Hollywood was like in the '60s. Pretty much, yeah. It's a good like uh, little shot of life back then. They yeah, and then they they're like on sets and they're doing this and it's. It's cool. Like there's a lot of little things in there that are fun and interesting. Um again, this is an unpopular opinion. I'm just that guy, I guess. I have particularly unpopular opinions. I thought Brad Pitt knocked Leonardo DiCaprio out of the fucking water. Brad Pitt was like 100 that, times better, I thought. I I agree with you, but I don't know if that's because of their characters because like Leo's character didn't seem to be the one that was written to grab your attention as much. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? that's definitely true. But I, I was shocked at that because, I mean, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a good actor. I don't get on the whole train of, like, he's the best of the generation. But I definitely think he's good in whatever he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But just watching Leo. them both, I mean, I'm not saying one was bad, but I thought that, I'm shocked that Brad Pitt was able to act that well, because really in other movies Based, I've oh, seen, yeah. I've never really seen him deliver that kind of performance. Hmm. Even in like Seven, I love that movie. I didn't think he was a very good actor in that movie. I think a lot of it again has to do with script. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just it was a solid script. It was perfect. It was really good. It was very, very good. I thought they did a great job on that movie, and I don't want to give anything away because it's, it's worth your time. And I know George is a huge Tarantino guy, and oh, he yeah. hasn't seen it. I've not seen it yet, no. So I don't want to give shit away, which I'll be fair to you. It's it's still out. If it was out on DVD, I'd spoil it, but it's not, so I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I appreciate your... Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'll, uh, all right. I'll I'll give this movie a, an A minus. All right, I'll, I'll give it a ninety two percent, the highest A minus you can get. I'll give it an A. Ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety four. So we're two percent off each other. I will gladly say that that was Quentin Tarantino's best movie. I would say that. Really? You have yet to see the Hateful Eight. I don't want to. Why? What? <laughs> what if you're surprised like you were this time? Because this had elements that want that want, made me want to see. Yeah, it. the Manson thing, the whole even deal. that. Just I I like the the cast, and it's like I like Samuel, but I don't know. I mean, I'll get to it at some point. I, I will just just for the sake of even if I just see it to rip on it, I'll see it. But I yeah. haven't gotten around to the hateful eight yet. I yeah. haven't. All right. Um, yeah, I it's different. It's a very unique Tarantino movie. I think. Yeah. It's different than anything else he's done. It's a unique take on that whole scenario that it's based on, too. I mean, it's... And uh, I, I'll say this. I will say this, and it doesn't spoil anything, so don't don't be upset if this information gives things away. Don't go into that movie expecting to see Charles Manson a lot. 
There's a lot don't. of feet. There's you a, will see yeah. a lot of feet. There, it's Manson is involved, but don't go in and be like, dude, Manson, I can't wait to see his character. He's going to have like monologues. He's going to have all no. this shit. No, no none, none of like that, that at all. all. It's not. So that that's not even a spoiler. That's just pure... Take it as you will. That's the truth it's of the It's telling matter. you what's not in the movie. So yeah, A minus for me, A from Jake. Yeah. Matt Matt, what do you what's your preliminary grade on this? I mean you're gonna see it, so what's your what's your expectation of a grade for this? especially coming from what you've just heard us talk about. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a a ninety percent. Okay, that's I, reasonable. It's I'm still you know, high high grade. I've ex- I got high expectations. Just because I haven't seen it yet, it's on the lower 90 end, but I still think it's going to be pretty awesome. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised when you see it. That yeah, number can go only up. And if you want, I would gladly go and see it with you because I, I like Me that too, game. honestly. Well, I, need, I still need to see the movie, the next movie we're going to talk about. I need to see that. I need to see... Uh, I'll tell you what. This movie. I don't know what you're doing, but pick one, and I'll go with you to see either one again. Right. And I hope it's this one because I would like to see this one again. It Chapter Two. Yeah, yeah. that's the is. next one. We, uh, me and G, went to see this on Tuesday. We did. It was fantastic, in my opinion. It was. Before you guys go on, we got this new rule at the movie theater, our local movie theater. You got to pick a seat. Where you, you guys have to pick a seat still? Yeah. Yeah. We had, was like there a, a, on the on the touch screen? It's like pick your seat in the. Was the there a fucking, lot of people in there, or were, were nah, you, no? We were one of fifteen, twenty. So you could probably sit wherever you want. Yeah, we we just sat wherever. But um, I'll tell you this. As an avid fan of the original TV miniseries with Tim Curry and uh, a person that's read the book and enjoyed the book, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought they did a good job of kind of making it their own and also kind of playing the part of the book that the miniseries didn't do. Um... I don't know if any of you have read the book. Yeah, I haven't read the book, but I have seen the original. We watched the original before seeing this on purpose because you were just like, "You haven't seen that? Are you shitting me?" I yeah, I yeah. So this doesn't give it away either. I'm going to say a few things, and that it will not spoil anything. Especially if you haven't read the book, you have nothing to worry about. If you've read the book, you will be glad to know that the rights of Chud are in the film. And if you don't know what that means. Don't worry about it, but you'll understand what it means. Don't even flip out. And as someone that's read the book, I thoroughly enjoyed their inclusion of that because that was lacking in the previous installment. Now, another comment, not particularly a spoiler. If you've read the book, it might spoil something. If you haven't, don't worry about it. The turtle is not present. If you don't know what that means, you're fine. Don't worry about it. If you do know what that means, I'm sorry to tell you, but no, it does not make an appearance in this one either. I'm sorry. I just am. But But all that being said, yeah, it was I thought it was a fantastic movie. Like it it was long as shit. Like we 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 went to like the four o'clock one, we got out at our car at like seven thirty. Damn. But yeah. like, yeah, it's long as shit, but it really doesn't seem that way because every single part of it seems necessary to tell the story it's telling. It's like no, it, it, it doesn't drag at all at any one point. And it's it's funny because they I like that they took chances too because again, if you've read the book, it starts in a very uh how would you say this, aggressive spot. 
quite the... The book starts, yeah. uh, I'll just say it, where the guy, he is being beat to death and thrown off a bridge because he's gay, and the people that are committing this crime do not like gay people. And the movie begins in the same way. And I thought that that was super cool because I'm glad that they decided to take that jump because it, it plays into what happens later. Yeah, that detail. And that was, you said, like, that's how the, the book opens up, right? Yeah, like, that's a... And for that to be at the beginning of Chapter 2 is pretty cool. That's an integral part of the book, and it also is in the film, too. So I was I was very glad to see that because, especially in... Just the political climate and like social climate that you can, what you can and can't say. I thought that they took a chance by doing that scene, and it really worked well for what they did, and it really drove home like where it was going to go. Yeah, and I liked it. I I thought that was really well done, and yeah, I'm I've seen a lot of things online. One thing made me laugh very hard because there was like a like a tweet from somebody, and it was like a message to like the the LGBTQ community that uh, this is what happens. And it's like, you know, if you're uncomfortable with that, like this is how the film starts. Mm -hmm. And some guy replied and he was like, did you leave out the part where the main character kills and eats children and how that might scare people too? And that made me laugh because it's like the whole movie, it's meant to make you terrified in every sense of the word. And it it does a good job of doing that. There's some jump scares. There are. There are a few jump scares. It's uh there Yeah. It's it's a, it's actually like a good mix of like comedy and horror for mm-hmm. like the jump scares. No, they do a good job. It's 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 ridiculous. I would give it a eighty eight percent. I'd give it a, another A, dude, ninety four. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at an eighty eight percent B plus. I did like it. This is another thing I've seen a lot of people on the internet say that they like the they were just like oh the first part was way better than this one. I thought this one blew the first part out of the water. Yeah, like, no, definitely. This yeah, was definitely the superior of the two. Um, and they do a good job of kind of keeping you on edge. It's two hours and forty seven minutes, and Pennywise is in it for ten. That's it, and about eight of those are like his scene. You know, like it, like. Obviously, there's a similar scene to the first one where they're, like, you know, in fighting with it and, like, looking at it. Like, that's a big scene. That's not a spoiler. That's You knew that was going to fucking happen. Yeah. And, like, he's only in it for 10 minutes out of 2 hours and 47 minutes. I didn't realize that, actually. That's, yeah. That's pretty crazy. And they do a good job of, like, keeping you kind of scared. The only thing I would have liked to see a little different was maybe a little bit more development into, like, the adult life. Of the characters, like, in the miniseries, I like that. It was a little dragged out, but they show you what everybody's doing and, like, where they're at and all mm-hmm. this. And they didn't do that for everybody. They, For Bill, they did it for him. He was, I mean, he, obviously, he's, like, the he's main guy. He's got him, yeah. But, like, uh, like Richie, they just cut right to this. Uh, for Bev, they just kind of cut to a scene that's, like, I'd, I would have liked even an extra three minutes of just kind of, like, geographically where they are financially where they are like what they're doing and then show them coming back that's my really only complaint and then the ending i wasn't a huge fan of but that's because i like the book ending you know that's yeah again me having not read the book i thought the ending was like sick but i don't know i just gotta read more probably but uh but no yeah solid 94 for me yeah i'd give it an 88 georgie preliminary grade lay it on me 
Mm. I will go see this with you if you want. Yeah. I'm giving it a, I gave the last one 90. I'm giving this one 89%. I think really? it's going to be you think less than the Tarantino one. Just one percent less, because you... just because I, I knew it was coming out, but the whole time I'm like, I want to see this Tarantino movie. Can I'm... you tell me some things that you'd like to see in this movie, or things that you might expect to see, if you have any? I don't know if you do. It's kind of on the spot. I really don't know what to expect. It's been damn near a decade since I've seen the original. It. I'm one of the ones that never re- read the book. So it's good. It's worth. I have it. I'd give it to you, but you'd never fucking read it. I don't, I read, don't it. read. I still have two books I haven't... Like I told you, I read uh, Joyland. I read 27 pages, and I think I read 10 pages on The Mist. So I'm trying. <laughs> You're starting, that's for sure. Yeah, I both don't know what to Stephen expect Stephen King stories, movie. though. Yeah, so. they're both Stephen King. Uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, I like the grittiness of the first film. and So I guess I'm just expecting something... <laughs> Yeah, kind of similar, like violent but not overly violent. Violent, some good dialogue, some good uh, character, uh, uh, what's the word? Characterization. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. I, I We should go see it because you, yeah, I think you'd like for it. For sure. How's Bill Skarsgård? Is he scary? Scary looking? Ah, man, I'll tell did you. Did he like do a... his creepy little dance he did in that first one? Thing? He looks like a fucking clown, dude. Dude, that dance was fucking terrifying. The one thing that I really don't like about it is it's too CGI. And I I have that complaint with a lot of movies. And it's like, yeah, yeah, definitely he's scarier than Tim Curry's It. Mm. But there's something more playful, like playfully creepy about uh, Tim Curry's. It's like, compare, like, okay, look at like Batman. It's Jack Nicholson's Joker to Heath Ledger's. Hmm. They play, they're almost two completely different characters. They're the same thing. Yeah. But one is like the more realistically gritty, fucked up one. And the other one is more jokey, clown-like. And that's where they, the intimidation comes from is like, is he being genuine or is he just that crazy? No, that is a good comparison. I like that. And yeah, I kind of feel that way about Skarsgård, where it's like he plays a much creepier all-around version, but it doesn't have that playful demeanor of a clown that Tim Curry has. So which one do you think holds truer to the book? It's kind of hard because I don't know, it's kind of, it's all up to interpretation really because in the book, it's very playful, similar to that of Tim Curry, but that might just be my interpretation since I've seen the movie before I read the book. That was going to be my next question, yeah. All so right. I think it's very hard to say. I think, it, honestly, if you're looking for the movie version, Skarsgård probably did it better, Yeah. only because it's it's a horror movie. You know, yeah, It's not yeah. meant to have the lighthearted feel to it. But I don't like the CGI, per se. All right. Wait, someone got the text. I Fair enough. Georgie, god damn it. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't like the CGI. Other than that, it was it was good. Now, Tim Curry, I might have to go with him still as my favorite. But that's because I'm an original that's guy. That's fine. I'm, I'm an original type of guy. I like this movie. I liked part two better than any of the other ones, the first one or the original. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it, I don't know. It's hard. I could talk about this for a while. It's so hard you like part two of the new one better than all the other ones before it. Yeah, 
I just thought it was a little bit more interesting. No, yeah, I, I'm not, yeah. The I only thing it. that really kind of upsets me in all of them is that the one of the more famous lines from the movies is uh, beep, beep, Richie. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And they never explain why they say that. <laughs> do, do, none of you have read the book. Do you it's know the why they that say that? Paper boats make. What? That was That's Georgie, not even the right Georgie and Bill. George. Oh, <laughs> Georgie, you're thinking of yourself. Do you know why they what? say that in the like? Why they say that? No. Because in the book they explain that like I mean Richie he's like the talker the joker yeah and that's their way of saying like shut up but they don't say shut up so when he talks too much they always like Bill and Ben they'd be like they... beep beep Richie like no, wait, stop I talking thought, I thought they did say that in the in the uh, the first one of the remake did they I thought they did I know they've said it in all of them but I never paid attention to if they explained like why they said it and then always either way I I did like. Come to understand that after I saw the first yeah. one of the remakes. That so was I, their like, way of saying, like, hey, shut the fuck yeah. up, kid. It was beep, beep, Richie. That's what they'd say. Yeah. But, uh, huh. no, it was good. No I, uh, turtle, though. No turtle. Yeah, no turtle. No tortugas. That was a big thing for me. I wanted to see that. Um, And, yeah, I, I want to say this, but it would... Will it ruin it? I don't think no, you should. It's still it, theaters, man. It won't ruin the movie, but it would ruin the book. But like, yeah, uh, what are we guarding here? It, okay, let me just say this: it, it's not the same ending, so don't worry. This doesn't give away anything in the movie. Pennywise, the most true form that it takes is a female spider, and the point of I thought it was the Pennywise, it, it's or the dead lights. No, the, the it, its most true form is a female spider. That's interesting. And the the final battle in the book, they have to destroy all of its eggs because there's a bunch of eggs, and they're gonna hatch. So they're like they're going after the eggs, and he's trying to protect it. Okay, yeah, that was not touched at all. Exactly. All right, that's interesting. So it's like I I I just want to see a fucking visualization where they do something more close to the book, just like The Shining. I, the Shining is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's nothing like the fucking book. Because in the book, there's no fucking hedge maze. They're fucking, they're animals. Like, you know, they do like the hedge animals, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And they come to life and at night and they scare people. And in the book, it's a fucking maze. It was also the 70s, so maybe they didn't have the budget and or technology. It was Stanley Kubrick, though, dude. That guy could get that anything he wanted. That guy filled an elevator dude. with fucking blood and let it go, like, multiple times. But, uh... Fuck that guy. And, and in the they book... They couldn't get a gardener to, like, Remember hire FM, a gardening service? In FMJ, they had the, the one dude that gets sniped. They said they filmed eight that. Ball? Yeah, eight, they had, like, the, do 30 sh- uh, shoots of that scene, and he was just laying in that field dude, for, like, 30 days. Him? <laughs> nothing else. Him screaming in that field? I, like, know exactly... Exactly what that sounds like. That scene is, that's one of the craziest scenes in like any movie of him just laying there, and you can hear him softly in the background. He's like, ah, uh, and they're all like talking, and then he's just like, ah, <laughs> dude, I fucking love that movie. But no, and even in The Shining, the hotel blows up in the book. The boiler room overheats and it explodes, and it doesn't happen in the book. He gets fucking freezes to death. Hmm. But. You know, movies and books, they don't really go together. Yeah, they we were inspire. talking about the, the Dr. Sleep uh, 
uh, uh, trailer that we saw, and yeah, the hotel is still there, so theoretically, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the, in there. That's a least. big thing, dude. Doctor Sleep. People don't understand in the trailer. that Stephen King wrote a sequel to The Shining, and it's very good. But the problem is in The Shining, Jack kills fucking Dick Halloran, right? The the cook. Yeah. And uh, in Doctor Sleep, he plays like a very pivotal role. So in, in the teaching... movie of The Shining, yeah, Jack Nicholson kills and him. In right. the book, Doctor Sleep, Dick Halloran plays like a very pivotal role in Danny's like storyline. Mm-hmm. He's alive. He doesn't die in the book. So it's like it's kind of hard to like juggle the book and the movie when it's they're so far apart, you know? Yeah. And it's like The Shining. The movie itself is bigger than the book ever was. And, like, yeah. you, ca- you can't take that away. You know, you can't act like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same with any book to movie, you know? But for some reason, Stephen King books, like, specifically, they really like to fucking make those a lot wonkier when they come out on film. Hmm. Have you read The Mist? No, I haven't. Me either. I think that's, like, a sh- uh, novella, right? Yeah, it's a smaller mm-hmm. uh, novel. Kind of like uh, Shawshank. That's, it's only like 110 yeah. pages or something. Yeah. I mean, the only uh, Stephen King book that I read was uh, Misery. That's a good one. Which was fantastic. But I haven't seen the movie. Have oh, you seen the movie? Dude, dude fuck Bates yeah. Kathy Bates is the shit. Dude, Kathy Bates is in two Stephen King movies. And they're What's both the other ama- one? Dolores Claiborne. Oh, um, my God. That's the slave owner one, right? No, dude. That's a... Uh, who am I thinking? I won't give that one all away. It's like they live on uh, like an island off Maine, and uh, her husband's like super abusive, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets fucking crazy. Is dude. it like a uh, John Wayne Bobbitt situation, or in a sense, it's fucking weird, dude. Really? It's a good ass fuck. Cutting off of the Johnson? Uh no, she doesn't do that. Oh, all right, I uh, I got grounded once when I was. Uh, <laughs> When I was like a teenager, I, I was like 13, yeah. 14, and my punishment was like I had to read a book, and I read so- <laughs> I, I read Dolores Claiborne because like my grandma bought it for me, and I read it, and I was like, Mom, this is amazing, and she was like, well, you have to see the movie, so we watched it, and I was like, oh my god, dude, Kathy Bates is fucking That like wasn't good. a punishment at all. <laughs> she just, it just ended up being open, a great time. She's just opening your life to this world but, of dude, Bobby, You're in trouble reading this fucking awesome book. Bobby Boucher's mother. You get that right, anybody? Matt? And, uh... Come on, Matt. What, what's that I from? No yeah, I know. It was Waterboy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought you were... Mama said alligators are ornery because they got all that Football's teeth for the devil. and no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders. Yo, wrong. <laughs> No, Kathy Bates is amazing. Her in the office. Yeah. Uh, what's your What's her, her name's fucking not Joel, name? Joel. It's it's, it? uh, it's Joe Bennett. Joe Bennett. Yeah. Joe Bennett. No, dude. I, I I honestly need to see the Misery movie. Misery. No, it's pretty. good. It was probably one of the most fantastic books I've ever read. Dude. That was when I was starting to read. I read it when I was like thirteen, but I was like, this is fucking crazy. There's something about Stephen King that's like he's not for everybody because it's so long sometimes. But oh my god, is it amazing. Can we talk about his cameo in Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Is that not the most random I need, shit I ever? I need an 80s mixtape. <laughs> He's like, I need duct tape, gloves, garbage bag, and music. Something 80s. <laughs> Dude, he's in uh, yeah, that was two. another thing I was gonna say. In it part two, he has a cameo. It's pretty Dude, cool. He's wearing a fucking Harvest uh, Neil Young shirt. Dude, it's awesome. 
I loved it. Does he look like a goddamn skeleton in that too? He looks great. He, he looks like he's straight out of his own book. Yeah, dude, he look. Him and Larry King could be relatives. I swear to God, dude. I I thought Larry King was dead. I didn't we talk about this a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks dude, ago? Larry King is slowly. He just got a divorce, dude. <laughs> oh, Larry. That guy's old. <laughs> that guy's old as shit. I can feel how old that guy is in my own body. All right, Matt, this is going to channel back to the first movie episode we ever did. I'm going to tell you the title of this movie, and I want you to see if you oh can tell God. us what it's I about. I think I know which one we're about Matt, to talk about. this movie is called Killer Bean Forever. Bean as in, as in like, the, like in Chile? Bean. bean. Killer Bean Forever. You got a six point two out of ten on IMDb. Wait, let me see the uh, the uh, cover art. No, it'll give it away. <laughs> well, I think I have to show him it. Though. All right, all right. It looks like Humpty Dumpty. It's a cartoon. Wait, I think <laughs> this guy does Matrix shit, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you seen did, this? I haven't seen. I didn't know it was an actual movie. I've seen bits of this. I just thought it was some shit. Some. Kid made on his laptop. No, dude, it's amazing. What's his name? John Liu or something? <laughs> yeah, it's uh no Jeff Liu. Jeff Liu. Yeah, Jeff. he was he was the animator. John Wu, the uh, dude, he was the animator that. for the Matrix Reloaded. Maybe that's and why he I was did some Matrix in Transformers guys. too, I think. But yeah, he, this guy like this movie was absolutely insane. It starts like it just seems like a shit post video of just beans fucking dancing, just break dancing. And it just turns into this whole crazy, like, The Rock, Bruce Willis, like, action movie plotline that's actually very good. What was it rated? <laughs> it's very good. It's, it's rated it's, PG. Is it? It's, is it? Here, I thought it been an R. No, 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 no. He's killing people. It's TV PG. There is no blood. There is no Related blood. items. Hey. B- Mr. B. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Does anyone know his name? Uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> his name Mr. Bean? Yeah, Rowan Atkinson. Okay, in the rat race, did he play Mr. Bean? Or no, he... he played some other guy. Okay, dude, he but he like was Mr. <laughs> Bean. He was Mr. Bean. Dude, can we talk about Rat Race? Is that movie not like amazing? It's so stupid that it's fucking funny. It's so good, dude. John Cleese is in it, dude. That guy's a Whoopi fucking Goldberg. genius. Fucking John Lo- John Lovitz buys Hitler's car. <laughs> Dude, that movie's great. Okay, back to the Killer Bean. Killer Bean, what's it about? Give it to me. Give it to me now. For you, George, you have, to, you have to guess what it's about. From what I saw on the internet, it's just a bean, and he's dual-wielding pistols and shooting other beans. But, yeah, you're not wrong. You are I didn't wrong. know there was a plot. Yeah, there's, there's like a crime ball. He like kills people. One. I don't want to spoil it. Watch it on YouTube. Okay, Killer what, Bean Forever. What I saw, he didn't talk. Does he talk? Oh, he talks. Oh, he talks. There some are of, some pretty good lines in there. Some of the dopest action sequences ever, and I'm not even kidding. No, they are They're amazing. It's, it's actually like sick. Like you will have adrenaline pumping through your body while you're watching this. You're like, for, holy shit! For those that don't know, this is an animated movie. It's not a live action bean <laughs> running around. No, with it's pistols. not. No, it's a coffee bean. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, so this brings me to something I'm very it, passionate. It's on YouTube, to the Titanic. but it's on YouTube for free. You, you, should, you all should watch it right now. I I really want you guys to talk about this with me. Okay. Okay. I'm going into The Walking Dead, the okay. TV show. <laughs> this is your dissertation. I'm sorry. No, it's fine, dude. I love The Walking Dead. 
Not as much as you do, I'm finding, but I do love it a lot. Before the Walking Dead rant, does Fear the Walking Dead is that anywhere near The Walking Dead? I've never seen. I'm not familiar. I've also never seen that. No, I've watched a couple episodes, and I I haven't watched it. No, I'll get to it at some point. Let me preface it by this: I watched The Walking Dead the day it aired on Halloween of 2010. Did not know what it was. And I watched it with my family, and I was like, oh, my God, this is really cool. <laughs> oh, my God. And I've watched it every single Sunday since. And in recent years, I found myself openly saying that the show is terrible and that it sucks and that I hate it and that I'm going to stop watching it. I haven't stopped watching it. And one day I was home, and I just threw on Netflix because I, I think I was doing something. I was, like, playing a game on my phone or something. I was playing Toon Blast or I don't know. Maybe I was on my computer. Sponsor us. Anyway, I, I put it on. And I was like, ah, season season one. I'll, I'll just put this on. I like this. And I started watching it. And I got through the first season that night. And I was like, hmm. Okay. This is amazing. <laughs> and then the next day, I put the second season on. And I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. And, okay, before I get into all that, let me just say, for those of you that don't know, Matt, I think you know this. Jake, I've told you this fucking five times. The guy that developed the show for TV is fucking Frank Darabont, the guy who wrote Shawshank Redemption and directed it, the guy who did uh, The Mist. He also did The Walking Dead. So he's a fucking pro, dude. He's an OG. People want to work with him. And... Okay, okay. I want you guys to do... Should I go based on... I'm going to do both, but should I start by overall story and why I think it's good, or characters and well, why I think it's I'd good? Say story yeah, first. I'd say story first and then go deeper into the characters themselves that make okay. the story Stories. what it is. I think it's interesting because when you look at your typical zombie fil- flick, it always happens... Where they're there as it develops, right? Yeah. So, in Night of the Living Dead, it develops while they're there, and they learn and adapt day out. They're just like, this is happening. What can we do to stop it? The Walking Dead does not do that. They do it opposite. Where he wakes up, and there are people that... Rick. Yeah, Rick wakes up. And there are already people familiar with what to do and how to survive, and he isn't. So when he sees the shit going down, it freaks him out because he's like, what the fuck is going on? And then as it's explained to him, he's like, whoa. And they it shows that kind of in the first episode where he treats them like sick humans, you know? He goes back and like puts down that like fucked up decapitate or uh, uh, half one. Yeah, the the child. Yeah, and yeah, it's the like little girl. They so you do that. Then as the story progresses, it kind of I, I will I will admit this. It gets a little cheesy at times, obviously, you know, like any show does. And, like, it turns into, like, the family drama and, like, him... You need cheesiness for longevity on TV. He's, you know, know, going after his wife and his kid, and, like, he's looking for that. Then he finds them, and then there's drama, and then it starts to develop more. And then the zombies become a real threat, like a real threat. Like, they can take away everything you've loved and has existed. And just as they're getting comfortable with dealing with that, then the threat of humanity comes in, and they have to deal with that. And by the end of season two, Rick has already killed human beings, you know? Mm-hmm. He's murdered them for no reason other than just, fuck you, I have to survive. Yeah. And then 
What really solidifies this for me, for Rick, is uh, his speech at the end of uh, season two. When they when they get out of the farm and they're like before they get to the prison they're like hanging out mm-hmm. and everybody's like talking shit to him and they're just like you know blah blah you should have told us this we need to go we need to get out of here and he just stops and he's just like go ahead there's the fucking door get out of here oh wait that's right I saved all your fucking lives so you're either gonna listen to me and survive or get the fuck out and he's like you're not gonna tell me what to do what, what was his direct quote he's like this isn't a democracy anymore. It's a rictatorship. Oh okay, my don't God. say that. Oh my God! Like Chris Hardwick said that. Rictatorship. But uh, that was the moment. It's like this guy's a fucking badass, dude. Rick, oh, keep going with the story. I'm sorry. So it's like this guy's dope. Then uh, they get to the prison. Obviously, I'm jumping around here. They get to the prison. They're doing that. Rick doesn't take any fucking shit. He's just wiping any zombie out in his way. Then they further solidify his badassery with the fucking guy in the prison. And he well, he's like, yeah, shit, shit happens. happens. Oh, and he just God. fucking knifes that dude in the head. Dude, dude, okay, so you're, you're creating this ultimate badass. Then Herschel gets bit in the leg, and he just fucking hacks that shit off, right? No problem, nothing happens. Just fucking hacks it off, it's no second thought. This dude's ultimate top dog. Shit keeps going on. Then they introduce the villain, right? Mm-hmm. You can't have a show last for three seasons like that without some type of boss, the boss level of a video game, you know? So they do it. They jump him in. They throw him right into the deep end. And what's his name? Uh, Philip Blake, or the governor. The governor, yes. And he's cool. He's a badass. Uh, you know, shit goes on. Rick doesn't take shit from him. Rick fucking goes over there, does start some shit. Fucking bim bam boom. Then the governor kills all his people. Man, I know you love that scene. That's fucking Dude, dope. I first time I first time around, I've watched Walking Dead seasons one through like seven, probably three or four times. First two times I was like, the governor's gotta be the shittiest character. And then when Negan came along, I like rewatched it, and I was like, "The governor's got to be the best goddamn villain of the show, dude." I'm his, going like, to explain why Negan's madness. better. You Bro. don't, you don't like Negan? I, I mean, I, I still haven't seen season nine. I've already gotten it spoiled for me, so I kind of know what's coming. But Negan, I just didn't I, like that overly douchebaggy. That was just too much for me. Maybe it was just him. Him, his character, how they wrote him, like, yeah, the way to, yeah, my dick down your throat. I hated that shit. It was driving me nuts. Dude, I think he's like the Joker of the apocalypse. That's what I thought the governor was, dude. This guy's crazy because his daughter is dead and he just goes ape shit. And the dude, when he lights up all those people for like no reason, that scene was fucking awesome. As horrible mm. as that sounds. No, it was off. awesome. Yeah, I, I do like the governor, but, dude, Negan blows him out of the water. I, like I said, I hated the governor at first. Maybe I got to rewatch it two more times. I'll probably start liking Negan again. Then or, or, yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to explain some things that might yeah, make we'll you like Negan. Yeah, we'll keep going with the story and go back into the characters. So then uh, time goes on. Rick kind of loses his mind. I was telling Jake, I, Matt, I don't know if you remember this, but this scene made me laugh so hard. When Tyrese and his people show up at the prison and they're like trying to get let in, and uh, I think it's Glenn, and they're like, We got to talk to Rick, you know, yeah. he's in charge. And uh, Rick comes in like the room, and fucking uh, what's his name? 
they're all there and they're like, yeah, these guys want to stay. And Rick turns around and fucking Lori's there, but she's like dead. It's like an image of Lori. He's like, no, no, yeah, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, he's like, you shouldn't be here. You can't be here. And they're like, whoa, dude, whoa. He pulls out his gun. Be cool, man. He's like aiming high over their heads. He's like, Jesus, crazy white man. Yeah, he's like, you can't be here. You don't belong here. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. you reminded me of that scene the other day. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Jesus fucking... Christ. And it's like, so the time goes on. Then uh, the governor comes back, right? And Rick tries to be peaceful. He tries his hand at, uh, you know, diplomacy. Yeah. Does not work. And they just fucking, they're trained and they just eliminate them. But the prison's destroyed. And then they go on their merry way. Rick gets fucking shot, right? He's mm-hmm. fucked up. Just ripped the band-aid. <laughs> He's just hobbling along. And then fucking, um, then we're going to get into probably one of his more badass moments. Where the guy's about to rape Carl. And he fucking, he's like, yeah. put him this down. This is probably one of the most badass things I've ever seen on television. He's like, put him down. That he's guy like, that's no. in everything, but no one knows his name, the he, main dude. He's the mayor and Sons yeah, of Anarchy. Yeah, mayor and Sons of Anarchy. And fucking Rick just headbutts him and then rips out his throat with his teeth. And, and then, then the, just spits it out. And then the most badass part, that wasn't even the most badass part. Fucking the guy that's like going to rape Carl just has Carl in front of him with like a knife. And he's like, don't come any closer or I'll kill him. And Rick just slowly walks up to him and he's like, he's mine. And just fucking guts him. Just guts him with a <laughs> the knife. The guy just freaks out. Brutal. Oh my god. No, just that that will him. go down in history in my mind as one of the most badass scenes on television I've and, ever seen. And then they get to Terminus, right? I'm just going Terminus. through the storyline. No, yeah, go ahead, man. I mean, if it's been on for... And then Damn near a decade. Rick sees that they have Glenn's uh, watch that Herschel gave him. And he's like, yo, where'd you get this fucking watch? And they're like, oh, we found it. And Rick knows something's up, right? So he just starts taking hostages and fucking lighting people up. They put him in the train car. He gets out, right? They they're fucking got him in that uh, trough where they're slitting throats. Yeah. Dude, Rick is facing death. And he just looks at the guy in charge. And he's like, I have a bag out in the woods. He's like, there's an AK-47. A magnum and a red-handled machete, and that's what I'm gonna kill you with. And it's like, dude, this guy's gonna fucking get your—he's th- gonna slit your throat, and he's threatening him with a weapon that isn't there. Mm-hmm. Time goes on, Rick gets out. He kills him with that promised machete right in the fucking head, just fucking right in the in head. In a church, right in front of the priest. Yeah, right in the fucking head. Then, uh, you know, we're just gonna jump ahead. They get to Alexandria. They get to the safe zone. You know, they're hanging out. And fucking Rick just doesn't take any shit, dude. Everyone's like, fucking, oh, we don't need guns. They're such bad people. He's just covered in blood, wielding the fucking gun. Like, you people are fucking stupid. He's like, what? What's the problem here? I'm in charge. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, then time goes on again, and we get introduced to Negan, okay? Matt, you don't like Negan? Is that what I'm hearing? As of right now, like I said, he might grow on me. I want to see post-season eight Negan. I'm waiting for that Negan. Okay, okay. I'm going to I'm going to finish up the show conversation before I get into the comic books. Mm-hmm. I'm doing. But I, I, wait, wait, wait. What? You know why I think I really hate Negan? What? That fucking leather jacket. It's like it looks like it's fucking 100 degrees outside in a, in Georgia, and he's wearing that goddamn leather jacket. That's, what, that's part of what makes him the Joker of the fucking that apocalypse. Can't he's be insane, dude. What about the governor? It's, it's he wore a leather duster. Well, yeah, that was, cool. that was more in the wintertime, though. Remember they were doing the shootouts at night, and you could see everyone's breath? 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Like he's got to have an image. He's he's the leader. He's got to be distinct. I, you're, but, you're right. You're so right. Negan comes in, right? And then Rick does the same thing. He promises to kill Negan right in front of uh, everybody dying right around him. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of time goes on. Rick slits Negan's throat. And then we fast forward to Rick building civilization again before he's taken away in a helicopter. What did okay? he? Yeah. What did he slit uh, Negan's throat with a piece of glass from like a mosaic thing yeah. hanging from a tree? Yep. And he saves his life. Uh, I, I I explained all of that because I I personally think, I, Matt, you might disagree with me on this. I've watched many TV shows in my life. I think Rick is the coolest and most badass hardened fucking main character in any television show ever. Yeah. And we did bring up in a conversation we had earlier about this, um, Walter White. Mm -hmm. And uh, like some people might, you know, argue that he might be a, uh, kind of like a harder, like more stern character, but I really, really don't think so. No, Rick, they were, they were, yeah, no, there were times where Walter White, like the things he would say, like as a hard ass, like he would be like cowering, and then he'd be like rem- he'd like remember what he does and like this reputation he has, and he'd go all like sullen. It would kind of make me like secondhand embarrassed for him. It's like this is yeah. weird. It's like when he's like, "I am the one who knocks." It's like, all right, and it's like, dude, okay, <laughs> they're very different in this sense of uh, Walter White kind of tears down the people that he works with and mm-hmm. like makes them his subordinates. And Rick does the opposite and, like, makes them badass. Yeah. Look at the people that he's, like, been involved with and, like, how fucking crazy they turned out, you know? Walter White is, like, the Negan of Breaking Bad. That's, like, what he is. He's, like, the dude that's, like, I'm fucking in charge. If you're underneath me, like, I call the shots. If you disobey, like, we'll fucking get rid of you. Yeah, but Negan doesn't... I I wouldn't say he's even a Negan. I'd say Negan is probably more badass than him just because he doesn't... There hasn't been, like, any moments of weakness where he's shown compassion in, like, an actual, genuine, like, human-like sense. It's more just like, ah, fuck. That's, like, the extent of his, and that's few and far between. But Walter White, it's like, more often than not, he's just a sorry old man with cancer. Yes. Who, like, is just a dude. That's the point I'm making, is that... I'm talking about Rick a lot, but I'm going to... I'm sorry if this is annoying to you guys, but I'm going to keep going because I'm going to explain... No, if you guys don't like Walking Dead, fuck off. I'm going to explain why I like this show. Because, yes, it definitely hit a lull after the prison. It it had its issues. You know, it had slow writing. They got rid of Frank Darabont and Scott Gimple took over and he really fucked it up, I think. And then it got better. It did. Season 7 and 8, very drawn out. The fight with Negan and all that shit, very drawn out, very boring. I can agree. I will not argue anybody on that. I didn't hate it, but no, I, did, I did binge it, so I, I didn't have to wait that yeah. extra week between episodes. I just oh, watched, watching, I think I watched... Watching it while, was on, while it was on air was like god awful. It's hard. Yeah. Like every no. episode was the same thing. I was like, oh, god. Yeah, when I started hanging out here like pretty much damn near every Sunday, I like... During the week, I would just binge that shit, and I finished it in like a month, like all, every single season yeah. of The Walking Dead, and I, I like caught up, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I thought it like right one after the other. I think I watched season seven in one night, and then season eight in like two nights, and yeah. I thought it was fantastic. It didn't really drag at all, but now, I can definitely see the week being a terrible thing. I'm going to get into Negan as a villain in the TV show, mm-hmm. all right? 
And the reason I think he's one of the coolest villains ever is whether you believe it or not, he's very rational for what he does. So look at his introduction, right? Fucking Rick and them, they kill how many of their people? They sneak into that compound and murder them all while they're asleep? Yeah. And his trade-off is he's going to kill one of Rick's people. That's it. Yeah, because... That's it. Because he wants to bring them in and for them to work for him. Yeah. There's like, this is the trade-off. It can't go unpunished, but here's what I'm going to do for you. So they kill one. And then they end up killing two because fucking Daryl fucks it up for him. He makes the mistake. You know, he gets Mm -hmm. killed. And then, as time goes on, he's very reasonable. He develops, you know, personal relationships with individuals of the show. And then, post-season eight, Matt, this might spoil it a little bit for you, but I don't think you give a fuck. Um, the, he He's in prison. Spoiler alert, he's not dead. He's in prison. If you read the comic books, you knew that was coming. Um, he kind of, like, shows a heart. He takes a liking to uh, Judith, and they kind of get along. They're like friends. Mm-hmm. Through and the bars of the prison. He actually makes a lot of valid points about characters. And then he shows, like, his human side when, like, Maggie's going to, like, murder him. And he's, he's like, crying, and he's just like, just fucking do it. Like, I don't want to live anymore. Like, just kill me. Like, get it over with. Mm-hmm. And then, this is going to piss a lot of people off. I'm going to go into the comic books here. Negan's going to be the new Rick. Like, I hope everyone understands that. Because now that Rick left the show, it, the, the two main characters in the comic book are Rick and Carl. Like, that's who it's about. Mm-hmm. And Negan will take the place of Rick, and Judith will take the place of Carl. That's, like, how it's going to work. Because... This is a prediction, though, yeah? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's, like, how it has to work, because Michonne's leaving. If it's going to keep going, it... Michonne's leaving. Is yeah. the contract up or something? Yeah, Are they she, writing her out? She's quitting the show after this year. Well, and that, well, goddamn. What what people don't understand is like there's a whole other thing that's going to happen here because now the whispers are involved and they're badass. Yeah. Dude, the whispers being introduced was tight. They're badass. That was awesome. They don't fuck around. And in the comic book, what happens is Negan gets out of prison and he goes and hangs out with the whispers and like joins them. And then he learns kind of, like, what they're all about. And then one night, they're, uh, these two whisperers are, like, raping this little girl who's, like, a whisperer. And Negan, like, breaks it up. And uh, the chick in charge, Alpha, is like, whoa, 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 you don't, like, break that shit up. And he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Like, that girl's, like, 10 years old. You're going to, like, rape her? And then she goes into this whole dialogue of, like, well, that's, like, how you prove your worth. Like... If you're not strong enough to defend it, then you, like, deserve it. And if it happens to you and you're not emotionally strong enough to deal with it, then you deserve the outcome you get because that's the world we live in. So Negan gets, like, pissed off, right? And what he does is he fucking cuts her head off and brings it to Rick. And he's just like, yo, here it is. I killed her. And she's fucking dead. And then they become friends. They're homies. Yeah, I, I think that might be enough for it. That's yeah. a homie. And then, uh, <laughs> funny enough, Negan's one of the only people that survives that in the show right now mm-hmm. that survives. Through, the comic books are over. He's the only person, well, Michonne survives all the way through as well. Everyone else is dead except him. Like Carl, he, it's all about Carl, but he's already dead. 
Yeah, he, he got uh, killed on the show pretty early on. Actually. Michonne will be dead. She's going to get... Uh, someone's going to die, because fucking... In the comic book, her and Ezekiel hook up, you know? Like, they're they're banging. Michonne and Ezekiel? Yeah, they're banging. Because Rick, mm. Rick is with Andrea in the comic books, but she's been dead a long time on the yeah. show. And uh, Ezekiel, he his head is on the pike with the Whisperers in the comic book. Mm. And that didn't happen. So one of them's going to get fucked up this year, you know? Yeah. One of them's dying. Because they'll probably end up banging, you know, like that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be Michonne if she's been written off. And, Matt, this is where I have a question for you. They announced in July that uh, the Walking Dead movie will be out next year, the one with Rick. That's the one that Rick left the show to be a part of. It's it's a three-part movie, right? And it will not be an AMC exclusive. It will be out in theaters. Really? Nice. Yeah, only I, in theaters. Oh, my God. That's awesome. It's coming out in theaters. Uh, Michonne will be in the movie. It has not been confirmed by her, but there's been interviews where they ask her, and her only comment is, I can't comment on that right now. So that makes me think that she is not going to die next season. I mm-hmm. may probably Ezekiel, and she's going to like go off and be on her own or some shit like she was. So where do you think it's going to go? Where do you think this is? Where's have... the show going to go or the movie? Both. Where, where, where do you think we're going in I've season no 10? Because I know the movie's supposedly about the Commonwealth, which I know nothing about. Michonne's daughter is there in the comic books. The little baby? Yeah, she never died. She never did talk about the baby, did she? I just kind of realized that now. Michonne, uh, yeah, her daughter is at the Commonwealth. Rick's there. Rick uh, Rick actually dies there in the comic book. He does not make it. He I dies. thought he becomes a zombie and Carl kills him. Yeah, Rick had shot in the chest and then Carl finds him the next morning and shoots him in the face. Hmm. A lot of shooting in the Justin face. And in the comic book, it's vice versa. If you watch the show, Rick kills Shane, and then Carl kills the zombie version of him. In the comic book, Carl kills Shane, and Rick kills the com- uh, the zombie version of him. Really? Remember how crazy yeah. that shit was when we saw that for the first time? We're like, Carl's got the gun. We're like, wait, like... he wasn't bit. What the hell? And then <laughs> yeah. like Rick at the end is like, we all have it. It's in all of us. We're like, oh my god, this really has nothing to do with anything. Who gives a shit? <laughs> After because it was that big this secret. This just makes it harder. Yeah, the big secret the whole time is like, where's Rick? What did that guy tell Rick? And then you find out that you're like, well, that's not that much of a deal. It's like, oh, whatever. But yeah, so the Commonwealth is. That's kind of the thing with like the show is like there's not a lot left that they can do. Yeah, they kind of dug themselves some holes that they can't really get out of plot-wise, so like, they're going to have to write around it, so that's just going to tumble into more changes they're going to have to make from the comic book. Right, like, the Whisperers, their their battle with them really isn't all that long. Like, the preparation for it is, and that's another thing, um, Dwight leads the army against the Whisperers, and he left the show, so he's not on the show anymore. Yeah. He's so on the other show. Yeah, so that leads me to think that it'll be Aaron who will lead the fight. And then there's also I don't know if you guys I'm well, I've I read them. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's like a whole secondary fight within the whispers that kind of can't happen in the show. Okay. Because what happens is that the saviors are still alive and they live at the sanctuary, right? Yeah. And they're led by Dwight's wife, Sherry, the one that disappeared. Mm-hmm. 
And what happens is after the Whisperers are dead, she shows up at Alexandria and tries to take it over by killing everyone. Yeah. And Rick shoots her in the face. No, he doesn't. He actually, like, she jumps at him, and she he pushes her off him, and she, like, cracks her neck on, like, the table and dies. Ah, okay. Million Dollar Baby style. And that's when Dwight kind of turns against Rick and, like, doesn't trust him. Mm-hmm. And, like, they can't do that because the saviors are dead. Yeah. In the show, they, they, the, the well, fucking... Dead, they join... No, remember the, the chicks, the Oceanside chicks, killed them all? They were, like, hunting them down. You didn't see that since no. season nine. They were hunting them Just down. Fucking ruined it. And then... Uh, well, well, now you know. <laughs> and then I don't, Billy from Entourage, he's, the... he's fucking a savior. Hey, the fat guy with the from the ping pong movie. What's his deal? He's in it. He's in it. Is he a savior? Or is he just some rando? No, he's. No, uh, he was a. Uh, he was a part of a new group that got introduced. He's like a big music guy. They're important too. Uh, what's it? Ma- Magna, Sam. Magna, and Yumiko. <laughs> he kind of would resemble Sam. No, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. He's just as unlikable. <laughs> dude, it's, instead of instead of dude, this is a Stradivarius. I can't believe you broke it. He's like, this is a Jim Root signature guitar, you guys. I love you, Sam. I love you, <laughs> buddy. Love you, You're man. funny. Oh, but no, fuck. I, I'm going on this rant because it it's needed to be said. There's one. All right. There's one thing I want to bring up. Yep. Um, just before we go past it, it was a while ago, but um. You were saying that Negan is uh, is sort of like he he points out things in characters that are very logical and that like no one else really points out. Do you think he was kind of the surrogate? Um, he plays a surrogate role that Merle did for whenever he was around. A little bit, yeah. You know, because he kind of he was not necessarily the best guy at all, and he was kind of flip flopping when it came to like who trusted him and all that shit. But like. He did have some interesting things to say that mm-hmm. me as a viewer and them, the characters being told, like couldn't really refute. It was more just like, "Oh fuck you, Merle." Yeah, dude, no, I'm jamming out to Motorhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna beg. I ain't gonna beg you. <laughs> that shit was great. <laughs> no, and then what did what did the governor say? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, I miss no. Merle, man. I wish they would have kept him on for longer. He was a cool motherfucker, dude. He was. And I don't know. There, I I think this all needs to be said because it's, I don't know, all these critics and everyone are saying, like, how fucking shitty the show is. And my question to them is, like, how how deep are you watching the show? Are you actually paying attention because there are things that suck about it. I will not deny that. There are things that are very slow and boring and unnecessary. But when you peel that away and actually watch the show, it fucking tells a story, man. It tells well, a think, crazy story. Yeah. I do think that a lot of people who, like, a lot of critics and, like, reviews that are coming out about it now only really have to do with, like, the season at hand. Yeah. Or, like, the most recent one. They're not looking at it as a whole, which as a whole, it's, like, a fucking amazing dude i thought you know? season nine really fucking kicked it up a notch like there were parts that were super like boring but all in all like they did a great job of like developing where it was gonna go and it didn't lag like it i don't know like the whole negan thing they stretched it out for like two full years yeah like they they cut like right to this whisperer thing like fast yeah, right when they like got introduced, or like the they first appeared on screen, it was pretty much like what was it two or three episodes later that they actually were just like, oh, they're 
the Whisperers. Yeah, within a couple episodes, know. like they were at Hilltop, and then within a couple episodes of that, they were fucking killing people. Like they were yeah. on it. Like it, it happened at the same time. The main part, like Alpha's like daughter, was like a like a an interest of like a lot of main characters and like a, playing a huge role. No, they did an excellent job. It all just went together very quickly. Um, and well, Lydia marries Carl in the comic books, but really, that can't happen. Yeah, Carl's dead. Yeah, dead as shit. Um, after surviving two previous gunshot wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he survives. The, uh... He got shot uh, in the chest when uh, when they met Herschel. And then he got shot oh, in the yeah, eye. Yeah, yep. yeah, he yeah. Did get shot. But my boy Otis, dude, can we talk about lost characters? Otis, Ode- Axel, Axel from the prison. I just like my pharmaceuticals, man. <laughs> Fucking sniped in the face. Dude, I still miss Dale. That was probably the most rational person in the goddamn show. Dude, Dale show. was awesome. He's just running through the woods with a bag of guns. He's like, you can't have these. See, what's, what I liked about that is I, the reason I wanted Dale to survive. Is how do you think Dale would have handled Rick circa season three? You know what I mean? Oh no, he was destined to die. No, There's yeah, no it, way if was, he didn't, he was too rational. But, to but Dale would have been killed no matter what. In the comic book, Dale survives longer. How do, long? Do though? you remember Bob? Yeah, mm-hmm. he he has Bob's death in the comic book, where the hunters cut off his leg, and he's like, "You're eating tainted meat, you pricks!" When really? they're at the church, that's Dale's death in the comic book. Hmm. He makes uh, it through the government. Well, in attack. the comic book, how does he react to to Rick's like progression? He or regression, depending on how you look at it. He kind of does and doesn't. It's more Herschel. It's more like about him. Mm. But Dale, I love Dale. He was probably one of my favorite characters ever, and I would have well, loved, loved him too. I would have absolutely loved to great, see where he'd go. Yeah, he had a great hat. Um. Yeah. What other characters were on there? Uh, dude, T Dog. He doesn't get enough love. That guy's the shit. T Dog was good. Dude, that guy took a bullet for Carol, dude. She was just like, mm, psych bitch, I'm out of here. Dude, Carol. Let's talk about Carol. Carol's How a badass she is. She's tough as fuck. She is pretty Dude, bad. she had like the biggest character turnaround ever. Like it, it was amazing. Yeah. It was just just fucking one day. It, and I like how the progression towards that she used her old persona, not persona, but her yeah. like her old self, like the like very like uh I don't know, like, uh, like just 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 weak, yeah, coy, weak, and like subservient personality. She used that like against people, in in like just to let their guard down. I don't know. She's tough. She's dude. a badass. She's tough, and yeah. I like that. Dude, what was that thing she said to the kid? Yeah, when, when she was trying to take uh, some guns from the armory. <laughs> She's like, "I'll make you some cookies, but if you tell anybody about this, you won't wake up in your bed. You'll wake up tied to a tree, far, far away from here." And you'll scream, and you'll scream, and you'll scream, and nobody will hear you. Somebody will hear you. It'll be the monsters. And they'll tear you apart while you're still alive to feel it. And I'll be here safe, and no one will know you're gone. And, and then she took like, the guns. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> that kid had what he had coming. You know, I love that. He did, Dude, that kid was like one of my least Can favorite we... characters in the entire show. Horrible. Him and that woman who was like, why didn't you let me die, Bill? Or wait, was it? The chick who was like, oh, I'm going to try to commit suicide. Oh, Andrea? Yeah, Andrea. Oh, yeah. And then, like, uh, it was Bill, right? B- no, Dale. 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 Sorry, yeah, it was D- Dale that, like, saved her, and she was like, you fucking dick. 
Yeah, Why'd you I do wanted that? to die. It's like, okay. And then she just keeps complaining about it and, like, just not doing the right thing. Can we talk about... Then Mich- she fucks the governor. Can we talk about how many children Michonne has killed in the show? Yeah, but a large amount of them a large amount of them were due to children trying to cut like kill her baby no, yeah, inside yeah, yeah. of her. No, it wasn't but like it's, her it's just murdering kids lot, for yeah. fun. It is but still a lot of children that she's killed with that sword. No one has murdered more children than Michonne. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Dude, she's tough as fuck. She's cool. Michonne's awesome. Um I'm sad that she's not going to be in the next season. Yeah, I'm I'm over the whole Daryl thing. I think he's a badass character too, but I definitely don't think he is like the most important. I really don't even think. I think that they. No, would he's see... he's always been like the uh, I don't know. He's like, the henchman. Yeah, he's he's basically like the right hand man that everyone has, and he's like true and he's fucking awesome. He's also like he's gruff, but he has like a good like moral compass. They're setting but that's all up. he'll be. He's never going to be, like, the main guy. Well, they're setting him up to be Rick now. I mean, uh, at the end of season nine... I think that's a mistake. When Be- uh, Alpha shows him the uh, the horde that she has, you know, in, like, the dungeon... Or the, the canyon. Mm-hmm. That, that scene is, like, verbatim from the comic book, but it's Rick. She takes Rick over there and shows him. But in the in the show, it's Daryl. How about that? Hmm? They're setting him up to take well, over, and I don't know if they're may, taking over. I, I don't think know. That, just, that may there. just be him, like going back and like carrying the message. And like you were saying, Negan seems to be like even in the comic books set up to become the new Rick. No, definitely. So you were saying it's probably gonna be Negan and Judith rather than um, Carl. You know? Yeah. I don't I, know. I think it could go either way, but I think they'd make a mistake making Daryl like in charge. Yeah, I just, you know? dude, I think, honestly, I would like for them to see, I'd like to see Daryl die. And it's not because mm. I don't like Daryl as a character. I think he's awesome. I think it, it needs, like, that Game of Thrones feel where it's, like, no one's safe. Yeah. Because you know? who who are the only two original from, like, many seasons? Daryl, it's it's Michonne, Daryl, and Carol. Yeah. The only per there's not a single person from the pilot episode left. Yeah. Yeah, that was one thing because I was over here for a little while when you first started well, the pilot rewatching episode it. Episode was just Rick and Shane. Okay. Oh well, the second and Morgan. Well, you, you know, and the second like, episode, the, the original, too. the original group. Was you know, it, you know. Was Daryl not in the second episode? Daryl was not, and nor was Carol. But like the original group, like as they're trying yeah. to survive and figure shit out. Uh, Daryl and Carol. Yeah. Because then Michelle was what end of season three. End up two. It was when they were at the prison because she walks up to no, the, it's the end of season yeah. two. At the end of season the two. finale of season two, she's in it. Yeah, she walks up to the gate and is like there with the walkers because she has those. No, two no, other no, she no, saves Andrea three. in she season saves, two. Yeah, oh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. No, that's when they. That's when she meets Rick. They don't show her face, but she's yeah, she in. Meets it. Rick yeah, yeah, at yeah. The end yeah. Of season three, she comes up to the fence. No, okay, that's making more sense. Um, let me. I just want to out some things. I think I might have told you guys this before. In the comic book, Rick uh, loses his hand. It gets cut off. Okay. Um, Michonne gets raped by the governor, and she fucking stabs him in the eye. So it's a lot creepier and more vile than it is on the show. Yeah. 
They're already killing a lot of kids. I can imagine they have to cut it back somewhere. Negan's dialogue is way better in the comic book. No, yeah, you sent me a clip of Negan's actual speech. They have the unedited because, version of yeah. the DVD of season six. Yeah, you said and it's they, good. they had to reshoot the entire thing because AMC wouldn't let him put it on TV. No, it's Matt, have you seen it? No. Can I show it to it's you fantastic. after this? No, it's great. It's it's good. It's like see the thing It's almost a bit more childish. The thing that people don't get about Negan is like they're like he's so like stupid and like goofy and it's awkward. It's like see that to me that's what makes him so dynamic is like he's like a child. Like he's got that like sense of humor where it's like dick jokes and like fart jokes and like you fucking fuckity fuck fuck and it's like it sounds stupid. But he's like, that's what makes him, like, psychotic. Yeah, it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. It, like, pushes his character to the limit of, like, whoa, is this guy fucked up? Like, why are children so creepy in, like, horror films? It's because, like, it's just so weird that they're, like, they're... They don't know. They don't know, like, right from wrong. And, like, you kind of get that sense from him to where he could do anything. He has the potential to do anything to you. Can we agree that his little thing with Carl is, like, amazing? Yeah. Where he makes him, like, (laughs) spaghetti. And he's just like, Rick, I made you spaghetti. I come to your house and feed your kids, and this is how you treat me? <laughs> no, yeah. He's looking at Carl's eyes like, that is the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, He's like, let life. me see your eye. Oh, oh, God, no. No, dude. Negan, see, and the thing about him is, like, he's fucked up, but he does it in a way where he, like, makes it okay for himself. Yeah. Even, like, so, even... In the show and kind of in the comic book, too, he doesn't rape women. He doesn't just take what he wants, but he blackmails you into, like, you're my wife now. Like, you need something from me, so marry me, and you have it, but then you're mine. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's this weird sense of morality that, like, makes him crazy. He is insane. And, no, he's the shit. He's probably one of the most dynamic characters on television, where he went from pure evil to now he's, like, decent and, like, trying to, like, help. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, like, you don't see that very often. Usually, like, a villain is just a villain. There's no, like, shift and, like, now he's a good guy, you Mm -hmm. know? Or if it is, it's, like, oh, we're fighting a common evil. It's, like, no, he's just, like, dude, I'm tired of being an asshole. Like, I'll fucking hang out, dude. I'll be your homie. Yeah. That's my spiel. You guys want my rating on The Walking Dead? Eleven? Uh, no, I'm doing the same scale as the movies. 100? 95. 95%. Is there anything in your mind over 95 when it comes to television series? Um, Seinfeld. Seinfeld? <laughs> um, man. Uh, Dude, my name is Earl. I don't know. I got shows. My name is Earl is not better than Walking Dead. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I've been pushing Mindhunter. It's only got two seasons. But Mindhunter is great. That's got like the best dialogue I've ever seen in a show. Probably answer, in a movie, too. To answer your question, no. I think The Walking Dead is the best show on television. But you, I like the five percentile for, for uh, potential for later on. For air. That's good. Yeah, there's always something better. Yeah. Some, things change. You know, there's always room for improvement, I think, as well. Even in a show that I would consider fantastic, to me, it can be better. It's not a fault of go. the show. It's just that everything has room for improvement, I think. Everything could always be better in 
anyone's eye. The so eye what, of the beholder is all that it is. I want to know what's your guys' ratings and have has anything I said made sense enough to where you might think that hey maybe it isn't as bad as they say it is. I never or thought. Or did I just did <laughs> I just go on for so long that nothing changed? No, I mean I uh, I never thought that Walking Dead was bad. Like I I think the the last season like the most recent one that we watched week to week dragged but i feel like a lot of that had to do with the fact that it was week to week because like i said yeah. watching it consecutively like binging it it just makes it so great and when i did it when i binged all the rest of it i loved the fuck out of it i i agree with you completely i don't i don't know if it's the best one that i've ever seen actually i'm sure it is the best one that i've ever seen never mind but uh, there might be something out there that I might like more. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But it is fucking fantastic. I do agree with you. Georgie, that. what about you? Where do you stand? No, I fucking love The Walking Dead. I remember watching the very first episode here. It wasn't Hall. Was it Halloween? That was the day it aired. I, I don't think you were here. Maybe you weren't. No, because you used to always be here on yeah, Halloween. I swear the first time I saw it was here. I think we did watch it. And then I, I think I just saw the first episode. I was like, this is badass. Then the season came out. You let me borrow it, and I binged it. And I was like, god damn, this show is great. I still, in my opinion, seasons one through three are the best of everything. I haven't seen season Dude, nine yet. I'd say one through five. But, Four legs. Five is good. Yeah. I Yeah, I'd say so. I just liked one through three because I'm a very – I like the realism of shows. And one through three was like – very realistic, about survival, no drama, it was strictly based on survival. But like you said, for the longevity, you need to add drama and family matters. Yeah, and things all, need to yeah. be cheesy for it to all like, Steve Urkel. come together because <laughs> sometimes life is fucking cheesy. I have a super, super, super unpopular opinion, unrelated. Do you know what other show? I'm going on dramas here. Comedies are a different game for me. Yeah. I like a lot of comedy shows uh, that... That Santa Clarita diet, dude, I watched yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you were talking about I that. I started yeah. that, I'm it like halfway amazing. through season two. Dude, that show is fucking, ho- who's the, what's the kid's name? The Eric. Eric, dude. That kid is so awkward, but he's goddamn hilarious. Dude, no, that show's amazing. Just everything he does, dude. That, that show is amazing. that show's great. I'd give that show a 95% dude, too, but that's a comedy. They're stopping a at season regime. three. No, it's done. Yeah, they yeah, canceled it. Yeah, I was it. so upset. But uh, as far as drama dramas go, uh, Breaking Bad is another one. Uh, I, I'd probably give it a ninety-five as well, ninety-four point nine 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 nine, repeating, at right. the very least. Uh, do you know what show, Matt? You might be able to guess this. What show rates at me at a ninety-four point five? This is Scrubs. No, I'm talking dramas or like not comedies. Uh, I know you're a fan of The Wire and The Sopranos. I'm gonna guess Boardwalk Empire. Uh. That one's close. It's about 93. Uh, is it something you recently been watching? No, it's something I've been talking about for years, and I watched it when it was on TV. Not Psych. No, that's another one. It's comedy. It's not Entourage. What? Any thoughts? Is it The Mayans? You're getting closer, is but it no. Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. It is. There we Dude, go. that show's good, bad, ugly for me. Dude. I, I have, need to watch it. I honestly need to watch it. I, okay. Should that be my next binge, it or do you to. recommend something no, else? No, 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 it needs to. Let me preface no, it with definitely this. watch it. Definitely, okay. definitely let me, watch it. Let me preface it I'll get on that this. after I finish the new season of Disenchantment that just came out that I'm very excited about. It is some, it's very cheesy at times. It's very dramatic at times. As far as writing goes, I think it rivals Breaking Bad. 
with twists, turns, and storyline. I really do. Some of the shit that they throw in there, and you don't know anything about the show, and you weren't really around like when it well, ended. I know it's uh, bikers making meth, probably right. They're doing running, running guns no, and doing. They're, they don't. They're not into drugs. They're like they run uh, guns, maybe. They do run guns. They do there run go. guns, but they're like trying to go straight the whole time, and they're not trying to go straight. No, no, but I mean like the the major twists of the show, you're not aware of because is it like. It, all right, so is it like writing? Like storyline writing on par with maybe something like Better Call Saul or something like that. Because I thought that storyline writing was better than Breaking Bad, in my personal opinion. I've never seen it. What really? You, no, I've never seen it. That's the next thing. You should fucking watch. I should. No, but um, you, well, you're a Shakespeare guy, and it's very, like it's very Hamlet-esque. Really? Yes. It's all based on Hamlet. So is the is, so the storyline kind of just goes in a straight line, just random shit happening, and you're in the same kind of uh, you're always state. In, you're always yes. in some shit. There's never that's a, what makes the best stories. Yeah. It's just you're you remain in one place and things just happen. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And I like that. I I don't care what anyone says. I think that that show is fantastic. Um, yeah, it has. Its I will, that will be my next uh, binge. It has its moments of not cool and, like, boring. But all in all, it's... Like, okay, I don't know if this is the is same it thing on, for you. like, Netflix? Netflix? It is? If it's not on Netflix, it's on Hulu. I know that for okay, a fact. Okay, cool, cool. Um, do, okay, I'm just going to say this. Breaking Bad's been done for years. Do you guys remember... Did anybody have, like, a crazy reaction... When that kid was in the hospital, and it just zooms in on the plant in the backyard of Walter White, and it doesn't yeah. tell you that he did it, but it's it, everyone knows he did because it's there. Yeah. Did you have like a reaction to that where you just like, whoa? I was kind of just like, oh, that's that was cool. That <laughs> that feeling happens at least four times a season in Sons of Anarchy. Really? Where it's shit like that, like all these things happen, and then they like reveal what, like, created it, and it's like, holy shit. Like, this just blew it wide open. Like, we're fucked. Damn. And okay. I, I, I I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. And I know people have a problem with it, and I also think it's super stupid that people, like, wear Sons of Anarchy shit, and they're like, yeah, fucking bikers. It's like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Aren't no. there, like, videos of people getting beaten up by actual bikers yeah. for, like, for yeah. wearing that shit? It's like, it's fake. It's a fictional show about a biker game. Yeah. Don't take it so fucking seriously. It's just a show. But I think it's good. I mean, I'm, I know a lot of people think I'm, it's not. I'm 100% in, man. If it's like if it's like what you're saying, if you're equating it to literally fucking Shakespeare, that's one I am of, down for that. That's one of the highest rated shows, in my opinion. All right. Uh, that's a 94.999999. No, no, that was Breaking Bad. That's like a... Sons of Anarchy is like 94.5. Okay. Can I say the character Wendy? They treat this woman like she's the worst, shit, dude. For I, the whole show. I feel so she's bad. Not even for that her. bad though. No, she's they not. treat this woman like shit for the whole show until like the last I don't know few episodes. No, they still do at the end. Well, it no, doesn't matter. They, they kind of resolve it, but they just treat this poor woman like shit. It's awful. No, it's fucked up. Um, Ron Perlman, dude, he's the shit. That guy's that my guy favorite. That guy's by far the best character. In the Clay, show. dude. Clay, Ron, he, the big, ugly, big mouth motherfucker. He's my favorite in that whole show. Yeah, uh, Gary Busey. Could be related. Yeah, maybe. 
Hellboy. Uh, you ever seen Hellboy? Dude, I like Happy, too. That guy was fucked up. That guy was a real biker, though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was just like, dude, he was always just like, are we going to kill him, boss? He's like, you got it, boss. I'll get that bitch's hand by tonight. It's like, Jesus. Dude, Tig is fucking crazy, too. Remember that they guy like, is seriously fucked dude, up. Dude, I was hooked in the first episode when they opened that hatch and, like, the chicks are burned to death. And uh, they're all like, yeah, let's get him out of here. And the cops are looking at him, and Tig just looks at Clay's like, I fucked those girls last night. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, "Uh, my cum's uh, still inside of them, boss. I hope they don't check the bodies. They're just like, I'm hooked. What the fuck is this, dude? This is crazy. That is some fucking gnarly shit. No, it is. It's it's wicked shit. But yeah, that was my, I don't know how I got onto that. I'm going to say it again for those that didn't understand the 35 minutes that I talked about it. Yeah, dude, how, how long is this episode? Long. I I love, love The Walking Dead. I no, think it's too, fucking man. amazing. I, I fucking do, too. And if you gave up on it, I really, really hope you'll give it a try with dude, like an new, open mind. Yeah, new season starting in two weeks from this Sunday? Yep. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, man. It's it's worth it. It is. It's just worth the ride. It really is. And... I will argue with people that say it isn't. I really will because I've invested a lot of time in that show and the comics, and I think they do a good job of kind of making it their own thing, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. it. I'm signing off. Grant is out. Peace. For <laughs> for the whole thing? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> You're done. You just put your it's microphone. It's over. Is the episode over? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. You finished it out. I'm done. All right. Okay, well, we uh, this episode of We Are Starting a Cult is brought to you by Grant's Rage Quit. Yes, yes. Thank you, Georgie. You'll be the new host here now. You want to do? You want to do yeah, the uh, closing out now. thing? Um, What's going on? How does it feel to have your own mic? It's. I, feel, I only get this feeling feel in when you're not here. Yeah, I feel in power, and I feel like I own a nice car. I do own a nice car. Thank you for my. You're car welcome. I, so, I sold uh, Georgie sold his car, but the uh, car I drive today. you're welcome for it. I hope you're yeah, having I, fun. I, I miss driving it. stick shifts. I only scratched up a few times. Uh, it's okay. I I bashed it into a bunch of snowbanks. <laughs> <laughs> We've all bashed things into snowbanks. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So that was uh, that was our uh, that was movie slash entertainment uh, TV episode. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we are starting a cult. cult. Follow us on all the shit. Follow us on the shit. On all the shit. All the shit. All the shit. Don't, Facebook, Instagram. Don't some of the shit. Make sure you got all the shit. Yeah, yeah. Follow and, uh, it. Yeah, and uh, Libsyn is our main site. We got uh, Patreon. Go ahead and uh, go and uh, donate there. Yeah. And we got a cool thing coming on Patreon that we will tell you guys cool about thing. maybe Still once it's up. George is going to be a part of it. Oh, I'm yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. What have we... Well, you can tell me we're, Yeah, we'll tell you remake. later. Oh! Oh, yeah. Don't say anything else. But... It's the remake. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we we're are starting a cult. The movie It. The movie It. <laughs> we're going to make a third. <laughs> All right, yeah. Third go of it. Georgie, play, <laughs> Georgie plays Georgie. I play Georgie and Pennywise. And... <laughs> and Bill. And, and Bill. Bill. And, Bill. and, and I'm also... Stephen King. Wow. Wow. All right. Anyway, uh, we are starting a cult. I hate God. Um, I hate God. Listen to them. Yeah. You've got music. You've got ears. Listen to them. It's the perfect match. Anyway, uh, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
Uh, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.